if all's right in the universe, we're alive. <laughs> uh, sorry for the delay, folks. We had, you know, the usual tech issues, so on and so forth. But hopefully things are smoother now and will continue to be smoother as going forward. Uh, we're going to be uh, getting into some different software. But um, let me give our little spiel. You know, this is Calculated Risks and Eberron Adventure, where... Uh, the Assembled and I run around in Ebron and get into all types of shit, just trouble, left and right. Um, as you may have guessed from the title of today's stream, um, a Clockwork Clusterfuck 2 electric boogaloo. You might not want to uh, be watching this if you're a kid or uh, if you have kids in the room. Uh, sometimes things get a little, a little adult up in this bitch. So... Um, You've you've been warned. I don't want to hear about it. Um, we have a two second so, delay. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Maybe we should start one. Um, I'm just saying there there may have been several sets of boots, and the, they might have been knocked in the previous couple of streams. So yeah, but we didn't get graphic with it. Well, that's valid. But um, you know, usually I because because I'm an American, I tend to get way more graphic when we're killing things than I do when there's like screwing going on. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> so, <laughs> true, true. If you're sensitive mm -hmm. to violence, this probably isn't the show for you either. But um, uh, having said all that, uh, I'm gonna. I, I just wanted to make sure that I make a note of it at the beginning of the show, just so everybody knows. Uh, this is our last episode for three. We're off for the following three weeks, so last episode for a month. And what I'm probably gonna do, in the interest of servicing new viewers, we were talking about. We're talking about Pornhub just before we got on, so now everything's an innuendo to me. Um, in the interest of <laughs> in the interest of servicing new viewers, um, what I'll probably do is for the next uh, two weeks while we're down, I will. Get on your knees. Yes, exactly, and beg for subscriptions. Um, no, I will. Uh... <laughs> When you make the bard face palm, yeah, <laughs> that can make you a bard blush. Right, you might not get the right kind of subscriptions, but hey. Right, hey. <laughs> I, would not, account, I, mean, <laughs> I would not get on my knees for all the potatoes and Sharon, but I will for subs, apparently. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, for the next uh, two weeks, I'm going to, every day, I think I'll run one episode in the morning. Um, and then the last week, I'll run uh, two episodes back to back at night. And that should that way you'll get kind of two chances to catch up um, on the stream while we're down for the next three weeks, and then we will resume the story at that point. So, um, without further ado, let me go ahead and handle our uh, introductions real quick. We're going to go clockwise from the top, starting with Alina. Why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do, and uh, who you're playing? Hi everyone, I'm Alina. I'm a fiction writer. And uh, I play Anu, who's a human fighter with some magic works in there. And uh, I'm really sad today because I realized we won't be doing this for like four weeks. Yeah, I know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be rough. And if I'm crying by the end of the episode, just ignore me. Oh, you'll be fine. Don't cry because I'll cry and then we'll all be crying. Let me see it. Oh, God. There's no crying in D&D. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be crying and uh, and Bob will be Tom Hanks. Is um, no, don't be Tom Hanks in D and D. That's because <laughs> that's a totally different what association there. Say, 
what I wanted to say, don't say anything about no no crying in anything because someone will call you toxic for that. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll get we'll get picked on. We'll get our, our fellow <laughs> social justice warriors will run us over. Um, now I've got I, a Britney I, Spears song running through my head. Thanks. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> so, um, on that note, yeah, that's Alina, and that's what she does, and that's who she's playing. So, um, next up is Mike, who, <laughs> to let us know who you are, what you do, and who you're playing, please. Hi, Mike. I'm a game developer in training, and I'll be playing Pressamar, the half-fast cleric. Excellent. Beautiful. And uh, Bob, let us know who you are, what you do, and who you are playing, please. My name is Bob Davis. I am a freelance game writer. And today I am playing the same character I play every freak. Why do I say today? It's so stupid, like I switch them out. <laughs> My character is Gurius Arakan, the half-elf bard. Yes, and that, uh, speaking of, that's probably the last time that we will uh, go through a big, long introduction in the beginning, because hopefully by, you know, season two, everybody that's hopping on will be able to figure out who we are. Um, and we got our names and our social media and all that stuff. You, you can figure it out. You guys are smart. You can pick it up. Um, so uh, where we parked last week, you had recently, the party had gone from uh, Sharn to Stormreach uh, with sort of a dual purpose. You were going to be investigating a potential cure or treatment for the disease that's plaguing Anu's family, uh, the nobles of Seer, and you were also going to attempt to acquire another piece of this uh, schema on, on behalf of uh, the lady from House Caneth who's been hiring you to uh, sort of be treasure hunters for her. Um, a lot has happened on the way. There have been some strange revelations, some odd occurrences. You could put it like that. Boots have been knocked. Additional responsibilities have been picked up and allies made and enemies sort of forged. And um, it's, been a, it's been quite the ride so far. But... Now that you're in Stormreach, you were able to acquire a room at the Phoenix Tavern. You're able to take a breath, chill out a little bit, aside from a couple of uh, dirty looks from the local Gaston wannabe. Uh, your night at the at the, at the pub line, was <laughs> your night at the pub was fairly uneventful. Uh, you did come across a elderly goblin when you first got into town. Uh, who claims to be part of a thieves' guild or a retired member of a thieves' guild. Oh, yes, the and, tour guide. And, yes, he uh, offered his assistance to you, and so you set up a meeting uh, at High Sun the next day at a pub called The Rusty Nail, which is in a uh, slightly sketchier part of Stormreach. Now, uh, we will assume that you have rested that you're all nice and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and full of hit points and no no spell slots down, all that fun stuff. You all have your inspiration. Um, and as the sun rises over Stormreach, uh, you got you know probably about six hours till high sun, so what would you guys like to do with your morning? Hmm. 
You know what? I would like to, because um, I'm assuming that my friends told me about this goblin thieves guild dude. I, mean, I would like to see. To say, right? I would like to see if I can make contact with the underworld myself. Sure. Using my thiefy contact type things. Um, assuming that because I am a rogue, I can Whoa. and a bard. One, one second. Weren't you going to run errands for me and go talk to my diseased cousin? I was going to do that? Yes. I can go. No, I'll, okay. I'll go. I'll, I'll go. No. It's fine. I, I can kill two birds at one stone. Um... I mean, he knows, he knows some shady people, and that was the whole point of contacting him, so... Right, right, shit, I'm... I can't go, because if I get sick, we're fucked, I mean... Yeah, yeah, kind of puts the kibosh on the whole thing, doesn't it? I don't even remember that guy's name. Uh, <laughs> uh, one second, what's my... It's Scratch Bowden. and Pencil. It Say it again. Bowden. Bowden. Got it. Bowden, like Loden. If you scroll up a bit in our um, chat, you'll see Travis mentioning him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, at the end, at the end of last week's session. Oh, there you go. Oh, the Discord chat. That's yeah, good. Nice to keep character notes. <laughs> no, I, I keep them in OneNote, but... I don't keep them. I keep them scratched on the back of a piece of paper and it ends up being like, Goblin, no... What? I... <laughs> Shiny. The fuck is this? Anyway. Well, and to that end, um, if Cressmar and Gurius want to go out together to handle the errands, that's fine. If you guys want to split up three that ways, awesome. that's also fine. Because then, yeah, because I. Oh, yeah, Gurius has questions about this Cressmar thing. Okay. He's hints. Hints and portents and prophecies and shit. Well, do you want to drag him off with you to sort of run these errands and... Sure, why not? Uh, Krasima, why don't we go and see this Bowden guy, eh? Yeah, sure. I, w I was also planning to maybe lecture on the whole day about the importance of faith, but that ended. You <laughs> <laughs> can always lecture me about the importance <laughs> of faith. I don't uh, know that... What did I do that requires such a lengthy lecture, Chris Amar. Well, I assume you're not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm just asking because I'm curious what, <laughs> what, what generated this uh, nice little sermon. He's not going to tell us, is he? <laughs> <laughs> There's all my kinds. reasons are my own. Okay. Oh. I, now mean, we, I mean, now we've gone cryptic. You can always, you can always lecture him when you go back. So that's true. I'm all down for that conversation. It's true. Oh, God. So um, while while Cressmar and Gurius are going to go out into the city to sort of handle these interactions, uh, what's Skipping Anu? Trilla, hand in hand. What's uh, Anu going to do with uh, his morning? Well, I I assume. We do have the books we've got with all the lore and magic and whatever. You do, yes. Okay. He's probably he's probably going to look through those and search for stuff relating to the revelation he received after the, you know, 
blissful sex. Oh, gotcha. Beautiful. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, make a history check with advantage for me, please? History check with advantage. Oh, that's a good one. Hopefully. <laughs> or not so. <laughs> Jesus. Are you freaking kidding me? 14. Uh, 14 with advantage? Okay. Um, I'm just going to make a note in the worst place to keep character notes what your result was. And I'll get back to you with some information uh, momentarily. Okay. Um, mm. So you're spending a good chunk of the morning sort of sifting through these books and cross-referencing things and trying to make sense with what you were told. I'll get back to you. Um, where is where is Gurius and Kresmar's first stop? What do I... I mean, I, I know quite a bit about Stormreach, but Gurius doesn't. So um, Gurius would probably assume that somewhere down near the harbor would be uh, an optimal place to make some sort of contact. And while wandering through, looking like a complete... making it a, I'm, Gurius is going to make it a point to act like a complete rube. Someone who's okay. never been to the big city before and have a, a pouch <laughs> full of copper coins, but coins nonetheless, on be displayed on his belt, hoping to tempt a pickpocket in the same way that um, Anu was okay. pickpocketed. All right. Um, by no, the crippled elderly. Oh, weren't you? I thought this would be. No, you were. <laughs> No, it was it wasn't wasn't Bob. It was was it Kresmer? I don't remember who got who actually got there. But it wasn't. I was fine. Oh, all right. No, it was Kresmer. Because oh. Bob was, you know, he and his character. That's right. I flew off. Up. Yeah, you flew <laughs> off. Let's see. So my mag my magic guitar of awesome sauce. Um. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give me a deception check if you don't mind. Deception that I can do once I get back in my fracking character sheet. Deception plus nine. Let's see what that has to do. That is a 22. Okay. Um, so you're uh, you're sort of wandering about, um, it's probably about. Like a guidebook sort of thing, you know, right. storm phrases in Stormreach. Okay. <laughs> I will not buy this tobacconist. It is scratched. <laughs> Excellent. Um, are you two engaging in conversation while you're wandering? I had thought that Cressamore was going to be lecturing me on something. Oh, are you no. going to be delivering a lecture on the importance of faith? No. No. <laughs> no, that's just for Anu. <laughs> oh, that's an Anu specific lecture. I see. Yep. And so, are you guys discussing anything as you're walking around, or are you going to just keep to the ruse of tourism? It, my, my, my guidebook here, Kresimar, says that that particular building over there was very important because during the uprising a hundred years ago, it housed no fewer than 38 tons of prime quality Sean potatoes. Did you know that? It looks I like did. a foreign town warehouse. 
<laughs> I, very likely it was. You always spoil our vacations. <laughs> why, don't, why don't I have both of you guys make a perception check? And I'll grant you advantage because you're 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 trying to bait somebody. Um, oh Jesus Christ! That good, huh? <laughs> With advantage, seven. Seven? Oh goodness. Seven. Not seventeen. Seven. Ten. <laughs> oh my god! Alright, so we're <laughs> trying to be bad guys. You two start fake bickering and then you're into your fake bickering for a second and you and Darius you realize your belt's lighter than it was. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How could well. this have happened? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to D and D, punk. Welcome to D and D. One die roll can hose. Where in this case, four. <laughs> can hose the best laid plans of mice and men. Indeed. Well. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> it was worth a shot, I guess. It was a good but... try. It was a good try. Bravo. Uh, um, I'll just uh, keep, keep walking back. And oh, do you see that? The lighthouse in the harbor. They say that was a lighthouse. Yeah. And I'm not very disappointed. <laughs> My guy it's a nice lighthouse. <laughs> fucking, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fucking McFuck socks. <clears throat> so, what do we do now? I guess we go. I guess we go back. It's uh, not, not much to do. I mean, unless we, you know, get mugged or something on the way. Kind of how's this chance, didn't we? Uh, you can still uh, go visit with. Uh... Yeah, Bo we'll go Bo visit him. with go visit with what's his name. Alright. Um you head over to the uh area where you were told you would find Bowden. Um which is a uh house of healing. Much like the one where you uh visited on his previous relative. Right. Uh this one also run by uh halflings, Jurasco. Um this one seems to be much more bustling when you go in the front. And there's a uh, Warforged, actually. Um, like, looks like it's definitely like one of the tanking sort of war models. But it's wearing uh, like an orderly's outfit that looks like it was probably sewn for one of the members of House Jurasco. Like it's like it's like a half shirt and shorts basically oh, on this Warforged. Nice. <laughs> and just a little nurse's hat on the top. Uh, <laughs> I'm going I'm going to impose a wisdom saving throw on myself to not burst out laughing. What is my modifier? Zero. 
So you, 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 I'm going to roll something. You can tell me. You can set the DC and tell me if I succeed. Sure, go Nine. for it. Uh, no. Nine. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, <laughs> He walks <I'm> over. Elbow, <laughs> elbow crash tomorrow. The fuck is he supposed to be? He walks over. Greetings, citizen. Are you wounded or ill? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, neither. Only our pride. <laughs> <laughs> Are you here to visit a patient? Yes, yes. A uh, uh, chap by the name of Bowden. Bowden, yes. He is in quarantine. You will need special outfit. This way, you oh, have yeah. five seconds to comply. He turns. <laughs> Stares. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Jesus. You massage that guy. <laughs> you can hear like gears and motors with every step. Like, <laughs> it's a fucking Cylon. <laughs> it's a Cylon from the reboot. His hand is going to turn into a. God, his hand is going to turn into a Gatling gun. We're all going to die. <laughs> he walks you uh, back to the nurses' station and um, says, well, "We all like that." No, the rest of the, the rest of them are all halflings. Um, he says, "We have a new. Uh, we have some visitors for a quarantine patient." He turns like, and when he turns to walk away, like his entire torso shifts almost like uh, like to a ninety degree angle before the legs catch up, and then he walks off. Looks almost like like the way that a gun turret would pivot. And uh, one of the oh, halfling God. nurses like reaches way up over the desk and hands you some paperwork and says, you'll have to forgive the new orderly. He's, uh, he's part of the uh, Jurasco work rehab program. He's uh, very enthusiastic. We have a lot of Warforged here that um, since the war is over, don't really have anything they have any skills for. So our house has decided to try to take some in and teach them uh, basic medical and clerical uh, skills. That's very kind of you. Yes, yeah, so Gunner over there is our newest orderly. <laughs> Gunner. Right. Filling out paperwork all this time. Now, it, Gunner said that uh, there would be some special sort of thing we would need in order to visit our friend Bowden. Oh, yes. Uh, he is in... Bowden, you say? Yes. Uh, yes, he he is in heavy containment. Um, his condition is quite severe. Are you, are you certain you wish yes. to see him? Yes, it is rather important, I'm afraid. Very well. Um, we'll need to get you some gloves and some overalls, a mask... Uh, a hat. Oh, and uh, are you currently carrying any attuned magic items? Yes. You see she has an amulet and a ring. She goes, um, do you think you have the ability? You might need to take an hour to sort yourself out here. Does his affliction... Is his affliction affected by 
the proximity of attuned magic items? No, but you're going to want to wear this uh, periaptive proof against poison and uh, this necromancer's ring. Ah. Well. What do I have that's attuned anyway? Jesus, give me a second. Sure. My loot and my sunblade and my armor. But don't we know enough about the it won't affect us. I'm not worried about it myself. I, with my loot, I can cast protection from poison. I've got lesser restoration. I'm good. If I catch gonorrhea, I can fix it. You're certain you're refusing the treatment? Well, is it something that... Uh, uh, some, that uh, is it a poison that uh, magical protection from poison can't counter? Well, no, if you have your own means of, of magically protecting yourself from poison and from necromantic energies, then by all means. Necromantic energies I haven't really got, though. Bagger. Well, I'm not wearing my armor anyway, but I haven't de I haven't de-attuned to it. You can take the short rest to attune to the ring, and that will and, and just yeah, voluntarily drop that slot. Let's do that, because yeah. I'm not even wearing my armor right now. All right, and Kresmar, do you have open attunement slots? I have one. All right. They give you the necromancy ring and say, if you want to rely on his protection from poison, that's fine. But we just, we really have to be able to verify that you are going in there with these protections on in case it, you understand if you contract this disease and it spreads to the greater population, we're going to have a problem. Very well. hmm <laughs> Yeah, with the protection from poison, I should be hand... If, if they know that the removal of the poison will work from that... Or wait a minute. Do I even need to... No. Shit. Okay. It would be very nice if I actually knew everything my gear could do without looking it up every bloody time. That's a lot, though. I mean, you have you have one of the instruments, the bards, right? Yeah. Those are hard to keep straight. <laughs> well, yeah, there's got, there's a got lot like... they can do. <laughs> We've got a dozen spells in prepared, plus there are seven in that, so I have to, and I can't memorize all that. It's a lot. Uh, it took me three weeks to figure out I could do two attacks per tour without using my action surge. <laughs> I, yeah. Actually, now, now with the shield, I can possibly do three attacks <laughs> on every action, and I didn't know that. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's, it's I knew about the shield, but everything else escaped me because reasons. Well, you know, it's a yeah. it's a learning curve, and the more oh, the, the further you level, the more you get, and then the more to keep track of. Yep. Oh, I, I had that since like level five or six, so. Yeah, you get extra attack. <laughs> I think at five. The yeah, yeah, five. The yeah. So, right, fiddly d. All right, so you guys, do you guys both put on these uh, rings then? The necromancy ring? The necromantic ring? ring, yeah. I don't, they, they right. just, the idea of necromancy is kind of creeping me out. Um, when you put the ring on, Chris Mar, go ahead and give me a um, wisdom saving throw, if you don't mind. Oh, jeez. <laughs> is it a spell or magical effect? Uh, no. No, not specifically. 19. Excellent. You 
don't find yourself incredibly disoriented by the sudden memory, but as you're putting the ring on and you see the um, formula that is etched into the outside of the band, you recognize the like a familiarity of that formula. You it feels as though it's a formula that you have worked on at some point. Does anything else pop to mind? No, just just the familiarity of it. Just that, um, like specifically, you do recall something about House Jurasco as well. Like you specifically working with members of House Jurasco on a formula like this. Hmm. That's handy. So at least I know it works, right? You're pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, once you guys have finished your meditations with the ring, um, Gunner comes over. Says, uh, I have been charged with escorting you to quarantine as none of the other nurses wishes to do so. How sick is this poor guy? This way. He turns to himself. <laughs> he walks you right, through. Well, I'll do my best to walk that way. <laughs> to um, also stomp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so you guys uh, make your way through. He takes you to the primary quarantine, which is like the one that you went to in Sharn. Uh, there's a couple of wards that they have to like tap and you know doors that they open. And they walk you through that hall to a secondary hall. And when you walk in, uh, you see his fist comes back in his arm and like an extension comes out under where his fist was. And from that extension, a series of keys comes out. And he plugs those keys into the door and each of the keys spins at a different rate. And once that gets done, he speaks a formula out loud and draconic. And you see various runes light up on the door and the door opens. And when the door opens, you can feel almost it's almost like standing next to like the airlock of a spaceship when it gets blown. Air is pulling in from the other quarantine section into this super quarantine. Like it's blasting the air as fast as it can into the super quarantine. And he says, you have 10 seconds until the door closes. Nine, eight. All right, all right, 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 right. Come on, come on, crush him on, come, come on, come on. All right, you guys run into the super quarantine. The door I, pulls shut behind you. you. And uh, you hear it, it tumble and lock. I forgot to ask him how long he would be until he came back to get us. Or to make any sort of arrangement if something horrible happens. Like we, this Bowden turns into a giant tentacled monster. How do we get help? Whoops. It's okay, Gurius. The Holy Flame is with us. Yeah. Why don't you both make a perception check, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope it goes better than last time. Fourteen. Okay, um, that's a that, that's a crit. So like twenty three. Oh, nice. Uh, you notice two things. One, um, you notice that uh, there's like a little intercom on the wall behind you. Ah. Uh, secondly, you notice <clears throat> this area is 
like a gray stone hallway. And you can tell, Grace, with your with your 20 on the perception, that this stone has been reapplied. So you're assuming there's a layer of lead or mithril or something like that behind the stone. It goes in about 10 feet and there are, there's a cell on either side with uh, what looks like a glass front. Um, you can't quite see into either one of them. You can see enough into the one to your left to see that it's occupied. There are like personal effects in view, like books, um, you know, drawings, parchment, stuff like that, uh, on a desk in view, but you can't see the occupant. I see, or not, as the case right. may be. Um, the other one doesn't appear to be occupied. Right. So, it's probably rude to tap on the glass. Um. <laughs> uh, so I'll just I'll call out softly. Bowden, uh, you step around to where you have a full view of the glass, mm. and you see a cloaked figure sitting with his back to you. Um, you both got high enough on your perception. You can clearly make out on the arm of the chair that he's sitting in uh, the the rags that he's wearing, like leper's rags type cloak almost, um, are hanging loosely off of his hand, and where you see the hand, it's basically a skeletal structure that has skin stretched very tightly over it. And in some places, there's pustulant wounds that are leaking through and exposing the bone. Eek. Eek, eek, eek. Now would be a good time for me to admit that um, I have no idea what to ask him once we connect. Alina, <laughs> 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 so, um, you want to remind me? Uh, yeah, he has connections in the underworld, so we can find people to help us with the Thieves Guild, and you can maybe find out something about the new servant guide we've acquired. Okay. Also, the, the, anything you can find out about the disease? Yeah, the disease. That's what I thought. There was something. I thought there was something about the disease that we were supposed to ask him. Something specific. Just to see. No, no, if... no. He has. He has really deep connections in the underworld. Right. That's why we were trying to talk to him. Like maybe get another in into the thieves guild. Right. So that we don't okay. The little. Guild. Yeah, the little. The, the because you never, 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 never take the the contact that that for just. Trot. Hello, I'll be your contact into the Thieves Guild. Right. That's well, a, and that's and, a way to get dead. And also, I mean, <laughs> the, the, with with sort of the side note that he may know something about what's going on with the disease. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, th right then. Also, uh, just before you start, remember yeah. he's looking for a cure, so that might entice him to be nice to us. Right. We're look. We're looking for a cure. He needs to know that. Hmm. Uh, we might have information that he could use to cure himself or something. Anyway, that's a, mm. that's a convenient lie I can tell. Um, mm. Right. We still have the information. We just haven't tested it yet. He says, uh, who has sent you? My Lord Anu sends his greetings. <laughs> What does that child want with me? 
he sends his well wishes for you and his concern for your future health and happiness, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he turns and looks at you over his shoulder and you can see that about 60% of his skull is exposed the rest of it is just like rotten tight to the bone he's missing one eye and the other one is just milky with like cataract and rot and he says tell me do I look healthy and happy to you. Are you dead? There's some debate among the Jurascos about that. Well, you don't look like a lich to me, so at any rate, shall we get down to business? He stands up and turns. As he turns, his cloak sort of dramatically flares as he spins to face you, and as it does, bits of flesh fleck off of him. I've got one of those. I have a cloak of billowing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my... Where the hell's... It's on here somewhere. <laughs> you want to kick yours off too when he stands up? <laughs> yeah. And I have a higher performance rating than he does. He walks... <laughs> He walks over, dragging one of his legs, and puts, like, a wet hand on the glass. Splip. You, you have questions. As his hand sort of slides down the glass a little bit, it's not only is it leaving, like a, like, a snail trail of blood and mucus, but, like, there's bits of skin sticking to it as well. I really did just have a <laughs> I mean, not for nothing. That was a mistake. You didn't that. But there's a sausage burrito that's fighting to come back out now. Sausage and cheese. Maybe, maybe some pico de gallo, but you know. My deepest apologies. We should put a disclaimer on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Slurpy, mostly dead guy noises ahead. Caution. Um. Now, Anu has been assembling some information about the disease, which you may find helpful. And in return, we, meaning Anu, my friend Kresima and I, could use some help making connections to those in this city whom, shall we say, Business interests may not be entirely legitimate. Looking, we understand each other. You're looking for some of my more filthy contacts. My dear fellow, I shudder to think what could be more filthy than present company, but yes, I do think that is what I mean. This visage terrifies you? Terrifies is not the word I would choose, no, sir. Mm, disgusts you, yes. Rather, as, as another famous bard once said, my gorge doth rise at it. Yes, yes. You're staring at the fate of all of the blood of Sayer. Possibly well, we the blood of the world. <laughs> we hope 
we hope to stop that in its tracks. And if you have any thoughts on how that might be accomplished, I'd be very happy here to have to have my friend Kresmar here write them down. He looks over at Kresmar with his milky eye. You have magic about you, yes. He says, you think it will do you well. (laughs) I thought magic would save me. (laughs) Instead, I'm cursed in this form. Now I'm going to start writing stuff down. (laughs) He says, I'm I'm getting a feeling he's not just diseased. Am I am I the only person in this entire fucking game that doesn't have some kind of ridiculous secret <laughs> that you know of? Oh, <laughs> well, we got an hour and seven minutes to fucking turn you He says, uh, "I sought out the counsel of the Undying, and in doing so." Curse myself to this form. <clears throat> the doctors believe that the disease has changed inside me. That should I be exposed to anyone, it will pass along to them and that it will no longer be bound to my blood. Good thing you're behind that glass, then, innit? Yes. There is a man. A dwarven man. Tell us more. His name is Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy. Yes. Right? Can I ritual cast detect poison and disease while they're talking? That's 10 minutes. You're probably not going to get that long. You can start it. Yeah, he'll be dead by then. You can start it, but I don't know if you'll get that long. Um, You can certainly just cast it as a slot, right? Yeah, I don't have it prepared. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have... You you probably won't have 10 minutes in the room. Um, No, I mean, you've you've been in there for a while. I'll let you go ahead. Why not? Um, he is a just and benevolent DM, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a kind and, and just deity. Um, <laughs> so what all are you looking for with that detect poison disease? Well, characteristics of what's wrong with him. Um, sure, I'll get back to you in a moment. <clears throat> as you're sort of wrapping up, what is it? Right. As you're sort of wrapping up the ritual, they're continuing to speak. He says, you will see Shaughnessy. And when you do, he may <clears throat> give you assistance with underworld contact. And where do we find this Shaughnessy? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> 
you will find him in Delaria's watch. <clears throat> there is watch. Right. Now, when you do see Shaughnessy, I would like you to give him my deepest, dearest regards. Is that going to get me killed? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Chris Mark. You, as you're sort of, as you wrap up the ritual, you look at him and this disease um, is similar to leprosy, but it attacks not only uh, flesh, but also hard mass. So it'll even get in the bones, things along those lines. But you can also feel a mystical necromantic component to it. And it's a little bit beyond your uh, ability to um, suss out exactly what that is. Um, even, with these, even with these wonderful rings of necromantic thing. That's just preventing you from being targeted by the necromancy. Um, I see. It's just a protection, basically. Uh, and as you start thinking, well, maybe I can, let's look at this through magical eyes, you're distracted because um, when he says, you know, possibly, possibly, he starts laughing and then he reaches back and punches the glass. And when he punches the glass, it spider webs. Goodbye. I would like you guys Tremble. to roll initiative, please. Oh, frack. <laughs> Where's our frackin' Cylon? <laughs> On the other side of the... Frack, 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 frack. <laughs> oh, thank God. Fifteen. Fifteen? Fifty-three. Excellent. I, I credit on, on the initiative, so it means I'm going to roll, like, two for everything else. <laughs> two seconds. While I bring up his stats... Should have probably done that before combat, huh? Um, <laughs> oops. All right. Rookie. <laughs> look it up over here. I know, right? That's the kind of thing I yell at players about. Um, all right. For so your you, A game, rookie. You do have the initiative, by the by. Uh, oh, do I? You do, yeah. Regardless Guess of what, what I find I'm doing. Here. Guess what I'm doing running i'm going to that speaker panel and i'm jabbing every button i can find and shouting at it gunner, gunner! <laughs> what seems he's to be the distress <laughs> he's trying to kill us all right uh that's Open the door that's your move and a bonus effectively so what would you like to do with your action action what I would like to do with my action action is something really not so clever. Nope, nope, nope. We're not going to cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> Although that would be entertaining. It would be entertaining. Blow, just blow the glass. Fuck it, let's go! Um... <laughs> 
Let's see. Ah, okay. Let's try that. Maybe it'll work. Charm person. Oh, beautiful. Unreviewed. Um. All right, you cast charm person on him. It's a wisdom saving throw, DC fourteen. Uh, does the charm person spell inflict the charmed condition? It does. Okay. I think. Hang on. It is charmed by you until the spell ends. Yep. Doesn't seem to have had any impact whatsoever. You're like, relax, guy. It's fine. And he's just bangs on the glass again. Um, Bugger. And on an initiative count of 20, he puts his fist all the way through the glass and, like, steps through, like, you know, just basically walks the rest of the way through the glass. Glass shatters everywhere. Uh, He's probably about five feet away from you, Kressmeyer, when he steps in. Hit him with something. Just trying to look at him. Laughing out loud. Oh. As hard as I can. Okay. <laughs> and cast Tasha's hideous laughter. Nice. Nice. Um, no, that is nice. Now, does t- Tasha's does not inflict charm, correct? No. <clears throat> he starts laughing and uh, falls to the ground, just... (laughs) And as he's laughing and and chuckling, bits of him are sort of flecking off and flying around, and um, I would like uh, you, since you're within five feet of him, to make a constitution saving throw for me, please. Oh, dear. Please don't die. I'm going... Who is my inspiration? <laughs> Please don't die. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Um, you manage to like cover your face and get splashed a little bit with like various goop and detritus that's sort of flying off of his body, but it, you don't feel sickened. Um, and you feel the rise of panic for just a moment and like a bestial panic that you've not known in recent memory but you push push it down and suppress it yeah don't worry i got enough panic for both of us <laughs> uh on initiative on initiative count one you start to hear the tumblers turning on the door oh great that brings us back to the top of the order what would you like to do I would like to shoot him with my hand crossbow which carries a bolt that has been dipped in purple worm poison nice nice he's dead he's what he's dead are you telling me he's already dead like seriously are you telling me that can't get poison I mean, is that Cressmar telling that to Gurius, though, that he's already dead? Are you saying that in character? Well, it's hard to know. Uh, can Cressmar notice Gurius reaching for arrows? 
Um, oh yeah, I'm. I just. I've, I've got it pointed well, right at him. Durius isn't being uh, isn't being sly, but he is behind you. So make a perception check. Uh, take disadvantage on that. <clears throat> yeah, you do notice. Probably because I'm going get out of the way so I can shoot him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, no, let, let, him, let, let the man have his left. So you just I, you just saying let him have his left? Yeah, I'm backing away slowly. Okay. Don't, don't don't back away too far because if you're within five feet, I get my fucking sneak attack. Besides, if you <laughs> if you shoot him, we might lose the effect. Might lose what effect? The tasha's. Oh uh, yeah, if I deal well, if I deal damage to him, listen. If I if I hit him and he's susceptible to poison at all, this decrepit old fuck is going down. Yeah, purple arm so, poison ain't no joke. Um, you know, you call it. You call it. I, I think he's undead, so poison. You, you think he's undead, and if he's got Tasha's on, what does that do? Does that mean he's just he's not doing anything? He's just kind of collapsed? means he's, he's collapsed laughing at the end of each of his turns, and each time he takes damage, he gets to make another wisdom save. Oh, that is a good point. And if he takes damage, he gets advantage on that save. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, so we got to... <laughs> I either one-shot him, or we're humped. Is right. essentially what 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 we're saying here. Right, and you can always because it is at the end of his turn, right? Um, you can always reserve, and if it looks like he's getting up, you can just let it go. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm going to shout, uh, keep shouting help at the top of my lungs. I I can do that. I can role play that if you want. No, that's all right. <laughs> okay. um, and I'm I'm going to ready that action. What's your will save DC? Or your uh, wisdom save DC? For uh, mine? No, Crestmark. No. Wisdom save DC? Yeah, for the spell save, I'm sorry. I think it's the same as mine. Oh, 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 oh. 14. 14, okay. Yeah, he doesn't get... You can see that he's fighting it tooth and nail. And as he's fighting it, and his body is jerking and there's like stuff flecking off from him. You see him start trying desperately to rip his stomach open. Oh no, 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 Gunner, Gunner! <laughs> the door opens on initiative count one. What seems to be the difficulty? <laughs> Gunner grabs you, like spins, completely his like 180 degrees at the waist sets you down <laughs> spins 180 degrees back at the waist and <laughs> and you see then, his, that, then the gatling guns come out of his arms both and, of his okay. hands go back in and what appear to be like uh gatling guns but you notice right away they're not firearms they're blow darts and he just starts loading this dude full of sedatives <laughs> Wow. <laughs> is, he, is he still laughing? Uh, <laughs> 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 
Joke's on you, you mummified bitch! He, he hits the ground and he's like, huh, 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 and then passes out. I would like to go now, please. He pulls the door shut and seals it. He says, you will have to be deca- decontaminated. Oh, you're damn right I do. <laughs> Thankfully, please. I'm wearing me brown trousers. Right this way. And he, uh, he, takes, you, uh, <laughs> he takes you over to... Um, Another uh, another cell that's in the uh... Alina. That Alina, that's a really old joke. That's a really old joke. <laughs> I know. I Even know. the drone is telling you to knock it off. <laughs> he takes uh, he takes you guys over to one of the rooms in the standard quarantine, and like four wizards and a mage right come in and start like casting spells on you guys. Do it. Do it. Do it. it. If I I have any body hair at the end of this, I shall shall expect you to have done a very poor job. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so you have, uh, they spend about 20 minutes casting spells on you. Um, Good. And going over everything. And then, uh, feel clean again. They, uh, once they're finished, they ask you for the necromantic rings back. You can take it here. here. So, did you did you get the information that you needed? Yes, thanks. Can we go? Absolutely. You're, you're, you have a clean bill of health. First time in years. <laughs> I had a cavity back here. <laughs> yeah. If you had anything wrong before, it's not now. You're fine. <laughs> it's like like coming through the transporter back to the Enterprise. All the diseases are gone. Yeah, they've cast they they cast basically every healing and preventative spell they could on you. Um, nice. Yeah. Say, do, do, do you guys do that on spec? It's horrible. The pint I draw and run before leaving has worn off. <laughs> it's valid. Um, they say, uh, we offer our services. Uh, here's a price list, and they hand you a, a small scroll. It's got how many gold pieces it is for, you know, cure wounds, lesser restoration, revivify, uh, resurrection, um, what reincarnate. You you've been to the, what you what you do after you've been to the red light district? Right. Yeah, they've got all of the. Because let's face it, that's what Gurius is prioritizing. How right. much is it going to cost him? Yeah, just that's that's like twenty gold. That's not bad. <laughs> I'll hand him 150 and sell him. I'll be back. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so by the time this is done, uh, it's been about an hour, 40 minutes, two hours probably since you left uh, Anu at the at the tavern. Um, so Anu, as you've been reading and putting these things together, you, you'd gotten a 14 on your history check. Yeah. Um, you start finding a number of references that go back to the creation of this schema and other creations made by the Caneth that used similar mathematics and similar designs to this schema. Mm -hmm. And they all um, reference a red dragon named Kahres, which is spelled K-apostrophe-H-R-E-S-S. (laughs) <laughs> nice name. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, they talk about how this dragon uh, came from Argonessen and worked along with the Caneth. He actually 
uh, spearheaded the project for the first schema, um, which, as near as you can tell, was designed to tune into and alter variables within the Draconic Prophecy. Mm -hmm. And when... According to the records, there came a point, there was an incident. The incident is not described. It's simply uh, referred to as incident X-1. So X-1. So it only took one and then everything was done. Yeah. So after X-1, um, Cress and the Kenneth he was working with demanded that the... Uh, that the schema be decommissioned. Um, mm -hmm. At which point it was moved to uh, Dorasharn. Now at some point, and the historian that's collecting the data doesn't know for sure, but at some point the schema was disassembled in the Dorasharn foundry and scattered. Presumably because someone was afraid of it being used. And we're trying to reassemble it. Great. Now I can't wait for, for that moment when Cressomar comes lecturing. <laughs> well, well, it's coming up because you guys get back to the uh, you guys do get back to the tavern. Um, having said that, though, it's probably at this point about eleven a.m. So you have about an hour till high sun. So you're supposed to meet with the. Uh, Goblins. Yeah, we don't care. They can wait. Okay. But um, are they there yet? Because the moment they arrive, I'm arrive. I'm going to go to Crestomar and say, I have some fine wine in my room. Would you like to join me for a drink? Oh. Oh, Is that a serious question? <laughs> no, Chris. No, Chris. It's just me trying to be polite. I'm not drinking anything. I'm not eating anything. I'm not doing oh, oh, anything. Oh no! I, I just, I just meant Chris tomorrow. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many bottles do you have? A few. Plus, I'm not drinking, so it's all for you. Yeah, I could have a bottle. Okay, cool. All right. Then, um, you two head up to I, the chambers. I'm going to step aside and point him towards the stairs and after you, my friend, after you. And he turns, he just turns to Gorius and um, tries to communicate that it's a serious matter and they should all be prepared somehow. Like dreadful time are upon us. Times are upon us. Oh my god! Not again! <laughs> <laughs> Anna has no idea what has transpired at, right. at Bowden's place. None whatsoever. <laughs> just, just that I have no eyebrows. <laughs> Actually, quite um, the opposite. Uh, you've not seen 
Gurius and Kresmar look this put together and nice uh, in a long time. It's as if somebody cast dozens of instances of prestidigitation in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of noticed that, and they look kind of fresh after a trip to the hospital. So as we go up the stairs, I will take my chance to inquire what transpired while visiting my cousin. It's it's a very long story, <laughs> and it's a bit too fresh in me mind. I, I'll tell you, well, not a very long story, but it's a bit too fresh in me mind. So I'll tell you once we get. What are we doing anyway? You're going. You're going to relax for a while, and I'm going to reward Kresemar for all his help with some drink in my room. Right. Can I tell that she's being subterfugey? Um, make... I mean, Alo's not. He's just trying to protect you. Right, but is I, I guess the question being is is Anu trying to hide the fact that he wants to talk to Krasimar alone about something serious? That's really the I question know. at that he's point. Making, he's making that obvious. He's making yeah. all the fucking faces. Oh, you're making yeah. all the, yeah. the eyebrow waggling and all that right. stuff. Yeah. Right. I get uh, the floor. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then... Um, I guess I will just go to my room and I'll write a report. There's, there's, there's drink for you there as well. I saved In my you room. a bottle of wine. Yeah. Oh, isn't that nice of you? Thank you so much. Hmm. All right. And, um, yeah, well, this, this, this is me. This is me. Bye. Okay. Bye. Uh, Darius, you step into your quarters. Uh, and then uh, the, the fireball trap goes off. Okay. Right, you explode. Uh, Anu and Krasmar right. make it into Anu's quarters. Uh, Gurius, when you step into your quarters, uh, what are you going to do? Wait, I'm sorry. We're... When you step into your quarters, Gurius, what are you going to do? I am going to look around to see if Anu was lying about that bottle of wine. Because, God, do I need a fucking drink. I don't think so. You, you walk over and grab the bottle of wine, uncork it, and start going straight from the bottle. When you hear uh, the sound of a, a coin purse filled with coppers land on the desk behind you. And... <laughs> to what do I owe this honor? Um, without turning around. You hear like a soft sucking noise, like somebody pulling silly putty out of an egg kind of thing. You know, like the silly putty eggs? Like, yeah. 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 That, that sort of noise behind you. Okay. And then you hear uh, androgynous voice. My favorite. I've come to return your possessions. For which you have my heartfelt thanks. Is it safe to turn around? Quite. Then I shall do so, keeping my hands in <laughs> clearly visible while I while so doing. Uh, you see a completely nude changeling <laughs> standing there. So, like, just amorphous gray. Right, amorphous gray <laughs> in a vaguely humanoid shape. <clears throat> right. And um, anything else I can do for you? 
I would assume you had a reason for putting on the show you did outside. Yeah. I did. Looking for Shaughnessy. Hmm. I see. And what is your business with Shaughnessy? Mine. That's fair. If you should find him, please let him know that he is in debt to the Thieves Guild. A debt we intend to collect, either in coin or in coin-shaped pieces. I'll tell him should I find him. Good day. It steps backwards to the door and just slinks under the door like who's who's like. Uh, regrets, regrets, regrets. I should have flirted with that. As the elves say in Sharn, "See, love you." <laughs> so Gary sits down and returns to his drinking. Um, in Anu's room, uh, what what does Anu say to Kresmar when you, when you enter the room? Well, he inquires about their adventures, hoping that Kresmar is less shaken and can tell the story. Which I assume he can, so that now I'm up to speed. Oh, is that for you? Is. What's that? It's a bit under the weather. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just you're not gonna you're not gonna give her the full details or whatever. I'll explain it, but very short and clear terms. All right, you're not gonna go into like, oh, so disgusting and da-da-da. just he's really sick and this what happened. So you have a basic gist of what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So um, remember that. Nice lady I spent some time with on our trip here. The one you hated? Well, I used to. It was a, you know, kind of a tropish enemies to lovers kind of a thing. Oh, snap! I don't know what you're talking about, but as long as you keep the wine flowing, I'm listening. Well, in the heat of passion, she may or may not have shared the secret with me that involves you. Oh. But you know how I am. I have to do my own research, which I did all day while you were gone. And um, I found mentions of this dragon here that was involved in kind of everything big the Kenneth Cows did especially our schema that we're trying to reassemble now. And I will hand him the paper where the name is written and uh, just ask, does does that seem familiar to you? Make a charisma saving throw, please. Me? No, uh, Cressman. 20. All right. Um, (laughs) You feel the pulse of familiarity when you see your true name written and 
your hands start to itch very badly and that rage starts to build up inside you again but you manage to suppress it unless you choose to give in to it I just hand the papers back to Anu and he doesn't ring a bell go ahead and make an inside check Anu go ahead and make a deception check Grassmark <laughs> no, not inside. Can I use my inspiration now? Yeah, absolutely. That's okay, what it's there cool. for. Three. <laughs> Twenty-one. Uh, he's clearly full of shit. <laughs> he's he's not lying very well at all. Chris, um. I will just chuckle and relax in his chair and say, come on, Chris Amar, let's not play child's games, children's games. I mean, you can do better than that. We both know you're lying. So let's skip that part. Let's get to the actual serious business. What do you say? What are you talking about? Well, obviously the fact that you're a dragon. For real. Yeah, apparently one of the most dangerous ones and um, my lady friend was really scared. So did you infer that from me sleeping on a giant pile of gold? No, but the scales that show up on your skin now and then kind of gave it away before she said this. I mean, I wasn't surprised. It was just confirmation. Also, remember the dragon chick? Old flame of yours? I mean, I'm all for interspecies, love connections and all, but dragons kind of big. They kind of require big freaking bait to feel anything, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Wow. I was pissed off. I was trying to drink. <laughs> if it wasn't obvious until now, Anu kind of gets crass when she's upset. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> He's going to just, you know try to calm down and say, look, man, I don't care either way. You're my friend. You'll stay my friend regardless of your species. But if this is true and you have no recollection of it, this is something we need to get a handle on and understand it better. Because apparently the thing we're trying to reassemble now, you worked hard to keep it apart. I don't think that was just because you were having fun with, you know, making others play puzzle. Anu is going to pour himself a drink because <laughs> this is going to be a long time. That's true. But we still don't know what this incident here was. 
and how to prevent it. So you clearly can't remember what happened in your past or not all of it. So I think we need more information on this and I'm not exactly sure where to get it. As you start to consider incident X1, Kressmeyer, go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw. That rage and panic begins building again. And the itching in your hand starts to turn to burning. And all you can think is you've gone through all this crap. Like you start thinking of like just unimaginable suffering you've gone to to bury X1. And you don't remember what it is. You don't remember what caused it, but you damn sure remember you don't want anybody to know about it. To the point where you're violently angry at it being brought up. Anu, give me a perception check with advantage, please. Perception with advantage, oh God. It's getting nail biting. Oh, natural 20. I'm not even going to try anymore. Beautiful. Uh, you notice, and you don't need to. Uh, the first thing you notice is the outside of the rings of Anu's, like, irises of his eyes, or of, uh, of Kresmar's irises of his eyes, start to turn red. Mm-hmm. And that reddish cast starts to move inward to his eyes as his pupils go from being round to slit. And you can see bumps starting to appear on the back of his hands. And those bumps start... Like- What's up? Can I push my chair away, like, Absolutely, Absolutely. You start backing (laughs) away slowly. And those bumps start to take on a scaly shape as the skin on his hands starts to turn red. You are my wine bottle, my only friend. I'm going to try to distract him by saying, Hey, Chris, you're looking mighty angry there. Was it something I said? And I keep going back. Uh, you look down and notice that your fingers are melding together <clears throat> to where you only have two fingers and a thumb on each of your hands. And they, they're now covered. I was holding the wine less, I guess. Am I still holding it? Um, make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. That line is important. <laughs> Twenty-one. So it starts to slip out of the one claw, and you catch it with the other claw. <laughs> like, like you drop it, but you catch it by like it's. So the 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 stem goes through, and you catch it by the bottom, holding it now like a brandy snifter. <laughs> uh, but your your hands have completely turned into dragon claws. What did you put into this wine? That's just the scales. Wine. The scales start moving further up your arms. You start to feel bones cracking. You see the back of his cloak I... start to raise up behind him, Anu. Huh. 
just going I'm... to put the glass down on the table and say perhaps time starts to drink. <laughs> I'm going to sit up and say, dude, if you're going to change into a dragon now, maybe tell me so I can run for my life. <laughs> Because <laughs> you don't look really peaceful there in your corner. I mean... You start to hear the ripping fabric of uh, his cloak. <laughs> uh, it is okay, fellow human, Arno. This is just a hallucination I am having. Nothing is going wrong. <laughs> you feel both your legs break, uh, Kresmar, as, as your knees switch backwards the other direction. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> I'm going to just wave at him and say, I'm seeing what's happening. We can't both be having the same hallucination. So either reel it in or tell me to get out of the room and get everyone out of this place. This is going to get messy. Kresmar drops to his hands and knees and you see his face start to elongate. His teeth sort of push out first, pulling his lips back and splitting them. And then where the lips have split, the flesh starts to turn into uh, scales and regrow and start to grow out to match where the snout is extending. I mean, I'm kind of not really afraid because it's Chrisomar and then he's thinking maybe he needs a backup plan. So he's going to just look out the window and see if he can just jump through it if need be. Uh, the window is probably on the other side of Kresmar. So your back is to the door of the room, and so you'd have to go through the room to get out the window. Oh, wait, how is this room? So this... we went through the door and then set up the table, which is where? Right, so you're sitting at, at like a table that's, well, at, you're probably in a suite actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. So, um, no, you can probably run around to a window. The door would be behind you, but you could run okay, around so him. I can, I can go. I mean, I just keep, I kept going back. So at this point, I'm probably next to the door. So Not far from it. Yeah, you could you could go out that door if you needed to. Mm. Yeah. But I'm going to just wait and see what happens. Mm. I mean, as crazy as it seems, I still trust the freaking dragon. Are you going to try to do anything to prevent this or to rein it in, Kresmar? Or are you going to let it go? Well, I'm not sure what state of mind Kresemar is in. He's probably resisting it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me one more wisdom save. This will be at disadvantage. Can you use your thingy where you get advantage? Well, it's not so much that he gets advantage, it's just that he can give, uh, he can pick yeah, a number. I Okay. Um, Kresmar drops to the ground for a second and twitches, and you see his snout shoot back into his face, and the wings fall back in, and he just recrumples back into a human form. It's loud. Make a perception check, Various. <laughs> you can probably have disadvantage because you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dear. 
That good, Ooh, huh? Dear. Yeah, I'm sorry. What kind of what kind of check? Perception. Perception. Yeah. Ah, uh, Jesus. How about a nine? Is the best I can do. Okay. Uh, you you definitely hear some ruckus. Uh, that's that's just normal. To describe the ruckus, it sounds as uh, it sounds like Cressmar might be crying out in pain, and you hear and you hear some thumping. So you're not sure right. that maybe <laughs> there are two words which could explain that, both of which start with F. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got. It, it, either way, it's none of my business. <laughs> right on. You just sip your, sip your. <laughs> you pull a Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Cressmar, um They didn't you... bother me when I was getting my groove on. That's none of my business. There you go, uh, Cressmar, You take. 10 points of bludgeoning damage as your body sort of slams itself back into place. Your clothes are shredded in the places where like your wings started to pop out and where your arms and legs moved into new angles. Um, But the robe is still functional. And Ana, you just see him laying on the floor now. Ana is just going to just lessen his grip on the chair he was sitting in. Breathe a deep sigh of relief and then head to his closet and pull off some new clothes and hand them to Chris Amar. Okay. Thank you. Maybe, maybe we could, maybe we should keep this between ourselves and not let the entire world see how you ripped your clothes by trying to shift it to a freaking dragon. Can, can I do something like, I don't know, first aid kit or can he heal himself? Do you have any sort of healing magic at all? I don't think so. Now you can use a, a medicine, I mean, a, med- a medicine kit really isn't going to help much. You could like okay. give him, you know, a, a sprig of a leaf to chew on to bring his pain level down, but that's really about it. Okay. I'd, I'd like to at least do that. I feel bad. All right. Does Cressmore take right. the sprig? The what? A sprig of leaf to chew on. It's like the the asp- the natural aspirin. Yeah, sure. All right. start chewing on the leaf. It doesn't help much. And ask, should we bring Gurriet in? Maybe do a healing spell. Cause maybe he's better at this than me. I just pump my right. chest with and the magic flows out of the ring. Press Amar's finger. Oh, you're uh, casting a spell from the ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what spell is that? Cure Light Wounds. Oh, beautiful. Oh, good. So... I forgot... 1d8 plus modifier. So that's a 4. Okay, you heal four of it. You're not in intense pain between that and the um, and the, the sprig you're chewing on. Well, I'll do it again. Just another round of. All right. 
So he's standing up slowly and blasting magic energy out of this ring to cure himself. <laughs> Six of this time, so I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> now that you look better and we're done pretending you're not a freaking dragon, should we bring Gurius in? Because I think this is not something we should keep from the only other member of this party we can actually trust. Well, might as well. Okay, you sit there and relax because you've had a rough couple of minutes. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> I think, I think a, a rough couple of minutes is the understatement of the century. But I'm writing that down because I think a rough couple of minutes is the is the title of uh, season two, episode one. Um... <laughs> go grab Gurius who's kind of resisting because he's drunk and say you have to come to our my I'm not drunk <laughs> it's wine you know elves and wine it's, it's so good it's he fine he hasn't had time to get drunk you go bang on Gurius' door though are you knocking gently or are you like rapidly like get in here no <laughs> no I'm just barging in and taking him with me who has time for knocking in a situation like that how do you know I'm right. not naked Anu just, Anu just rushes in. Uh, make an insight check real quick, uh, Gurius. Me? No, Gurius. Oh, jeez. Okay, this is gonna end well, I know it. Nope. Let's see. Oh, no, it's a 19 on the die, which makes insight plus three for a 22. Uh, you've never, in all the time you've known Anu, seen him this panicked. Like, there's a genuine look of... Concern, worry, and confusion that you've really? never seen on Anu's face before. He's never paid any. He's never paid enough attention to anything going on around him <laughs> to, to to be panicked before. Well, indeed. Okay. Um. Okay. In that case, it. What, what what what's going on? What's the matter? Just what's come with me real door? quick. Let's just go to my room and talk to Cressamar real quick. Yeah, all right. Should I be putting me armor on? No, no, no need for all that. But... All right. Well, I'll grab the I'll me. grab my lightsaber and my loot and follow. All right. Uh, you guys walk in. As they're walking in the room, Cressamar, are you still standing, or have you sat down? Have you picked the wine back up? Have you? What have you done since Probably they went drinking, yeah. Probably drinking, yeah? All right, you sit down and you're taking a sip of the wine, and as you're sipping the wine and the door opens and they walk in, you feel almost like a bug bite on the back of your neck. Do we notice anything? I mean, was that the... No, he's just sitting there drinking. Are you going to, like, slap at it or grab it or... Just try to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look. I'll try to figure out what right. it is. Uh, so you guys are walking in and he's sipping his wine and he reaches back and he, you pull a scale, like a full, like a scaled sized dragon scale out of your hair. Like that was stuck in the base of your neck. Is it red? Yeah. So what, 
What? What's the big deal? There's Cressima. Hello, hello, Cressima. Nice just, wine, I'm isn't it? Going, I'm just going to shrug and say, not my secret to share. So why don't you take a seat and give Cressima a moment? And All I'm going right. to drag my chair back to the table now that <laughs> it doesn't seem to be. This, this is a new matter. chapter. This is a new chapter in Gurius's life called When Anu Decides to Be Cryptic. All right. <laughs> he's not cryptic, he's just being nice. They're not blabbering a secret. That's enough. That's, that's enough cryptic to... enough. <laughs> <laughs> just slap Stop the right there. Stop right On the table. Right, so somebody tell me what's going on. Wait, did you say you set the scale down on the table? Yeah. All right, he's what was that, an ashtray? <laughs> <laughs> make, a, make a nature check, Gary. All right. <laughs> this is going to be useless. Cause... <laughs> uh, let's see. Nature. Nature, nature, nature. That's plus three. So, 15? Uh, that's a fucking red dragon scale. Like a baby red dragon scale, but a red dragon scale nonetheless. Where did that come from? Anu's just going to sigh and just, you know, rest his head in his hands. And... I mean, collecting I things is fine, but... That's the word. Molting? Is, is that the word? Yeah, molting? Yes, that is the word. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm probably molting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right there for a second. Because I'm not... It sounded like you said you are molting. <clears throat> yes. Would well. you... Is, is that... It's all accurate? Apparently, I... I may, or may not, but probably may, be a red dragon. All right, all right, right. I'm a bard, all right? So, words are important. Confirmed from two sources. And Three, I just... think of the dragon lady. Well, I just, no, I, just, I, I want, I want... There's, there's one word. Mm. That's in, that it's standing in the way of me achieving full understanding. When he says, I may be a red dragon. You fucking are, or you aren't, mate. There's no may about it. I mean, if you are, you are, right? I'm well, where's the, where's the question? I'm just going to punch his shoulder and just glare at him and say, maybe the guy is in denial. Bard. Yeah, but look, look at him. Look at him. That is the most unread dragon looking bloke <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Well, did you hear any noise coming from this room recently? Yes, and, and there's yeah. only two, there's two words that can describe the noises I heard, and no, they both start three. with F. No, it's three. The third one was that he was almost shifting in a dragon, into a dragon, like, you know, scales and everything, wings. Yeah, but dragons don't do that. Well, Cressomar does. As you 
are talking, did you, Kresmar, did you change or are you still wearing the, the robes when Anu gave you the fresh clothes? I changed. Okay. Uh, you notice at this point in the conversation that, uh, that Kresmar is wearing different clothes and you see like his shredded uh, robes on the bed. Still not going to believe it. <laughs> it's fine. Next time he tries to shift, I'm going to close in the same room with him. Well, the clothes were ripped, as Adam said. Maybe he's right. Maybe I am a red rag. Well, you would know, mate. I'm going to. I'm going to take the papers I found and put them in front of Gurith and say he doesn't remember, moron. Make a um, uh, make a history check there, Gurius, with advantage okay. because you've done you've done some research on all this. History plus five, awesome. With advantage, yeah, we'll take that advantage. Thanks. God damn it! <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> Nine. Okay. Well, that's okay because you've done you've done the research on this. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so as they're looking through this. Uh, and you start to piece together the notes that she has highlighted and collated with that with the the conspiracy board that you had built back in Sharn. Uh, right. right. You start thinking there were some members of House Kaneth um, would undergo uh, effectively. A ritual of mind blank. If there were, if there was a invention or a creation that was deemed to be too dangerous by the elders of House Caneth, they would, the creators would subject themselves to having their minds altered to protect okay. to protect the world from that invention. Right. Okay. So, so this uh, clear. So th this is our our friend. Isn't just dragon marked? Because no, nah, that would be too easy. No, no, he's not just dragon marked. He's actually a fucking dragon. <laughs> and he wiped his own mind to hide it from himself. You know, would have been handy in all them fights we've been getting in. <laughs> I mean, what <laughs> you just had to realize it now. Eight minutes from the end of the last fucking episode of the season. Well, the real problems. Sorry, Medi metagame. Uh, so, the real problems start this season two. So having a dragon might save our ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of something. We don't need any airships anymore. We can just ride him. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! No, this is still a secret. Oh, alright. Yeah. Apparently our friend here is one of the most menacing things in the known universe. So maybe let's keep that a secret for now. Yeah, it'd be a great idea. 
be a lovely idea, keeping that a secret. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't want, you know, some kind of stupid, you know, paladin or whatever. Oh, there's a dragon. I shall go and slay it. No, we don't want that, do we? No. So why are you guys assuming that I don't have some kind of... Of what? Implanted memories or something like that. Maybe someone messed with my mind. I don't know. Can I find out? Should, Let me see. We should test this out if I really am. Then I should be able to transport, right? You yeah, but not inside. <laughs> dragons, there's, there's a thing you might have missed. It's that dragons are big. Hey, Travis, and... how, how drunk is Chris? <laughs> uh, you're, you're drunk enough to think this is probably a great idea. Oh, God, okay. we're going to die. <laughs> no! Chris, Omar, if you want to try... I'm... I'm already removing the rope. <laughs> I'm just going to rush and keep the clothes. We're going to take you somewhere you can try this. Let's not destroy the place we're staying at. Oh my Let's... god. It's, I don't want to be Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you letting them dissuade you? I mean, we can do like a check of, or something. How does no, Kresimar no, no. feel when they try to stop him? No, it's, I, think, it's, I think it is a great idea. I'd like to see it myself. I, but I'd really do it. Changing in here yeah. in this bedroom, that's not a good idea, mate. I guess here are the two things that go through Kresimar's mind. One, they might be right. Two, an unfamiliar thought that's out of character for him, but yet feels natural, which is... They're only mortal. What could they possibly know? That we don't want to die? <laughs> so with those two conflicting thoughts, I will let you make the decision. Mm. I think it would be more interesting if I rolled the die on no. You may do so. Absolutely. Leave no. it to chance. Oh, what a what a way to what a way to end the first series. All on one whether or not House so, Denneth comes in with all their fucking ballista to kill the giant red dragon that just magically appeared in the middle of fucking Stormreach is all going to hinge on one die roll. I, sh I should go and I should go and get my snare drum and do a drum roll for this. <laughs> we'll bring out the big guns for the production quality of the last last couple minutes is of season a one. Wisdom save. Yes, a wisdom save, please. Hold on, okay. hold on, we have to set the mood. Eh. <laughs> I got the seven. <laughs> uh, you think changing is, is just what you, that's the best idea. I don't have Just, a trombone for the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> okay, you can see his eyes turn reptilian. Okay, I know, I know he's oh, going, well, to grab, <laughs> going to grab Gurius on his way out and drag him out of the place. Right, you guys start backing up. Uh, go ahead and uh, finish continuing the trans describing the transformation. Christmas? Well, they're, they're, they're probably going to hear some cracking sounds from from inside but uh, if they're not in the room then oh no they're oh, no. no like they're backing up and as you as you're making your way to the door whereas this was a lengthy slow process of sort of body horror before oh, wait, right wait, wait. Just, 
Just, just a second. Do I still have that stupid st sending stone? Yes. To talk to the woman. What's her name? Uh, I forget. Talk to Miley. Yes. Yeah, you have her stone. Can I call her really quick and say, "How the hell do I?" It's gonna be one hell of a long distance. Yeah, you start. <laughs> you start <laughs> dialing, and uh, as you're dialing in her number, you get. The caller you have requested is not on this plane of existence. So you're like speed dialing and backing out of the room and you get your hand on the door handle and you hear this cracking and whereas before it was a lengthy process of like body horror and slow changes, you look over and He's got probably a 30-foot wingspan, but he's contained in the suite. Uh, just oh. one huge fiery explosion, smell of brimstone and embers everywhere. Yep, and he's there. The so he didn't, blow, he didn't blow the room out. The yeah. roof is not off? The roof is not off. The walls are a little bit scorched. It stinks like Hades in here, but he's about the size of like a young red dragon. Oh, my God. That's nice. I'm just going to lean against the door and go like, okay, you're tiny. <laughs> so, so your red dragon is still about two meters or more tall, I think. Well, younger. yeah, but nobody saw you. I mean, you're contained in this. There's no paladin yeah. coming yeah. to. I'm gonna, my head is like scratching I'm gonna the ceiling. Climb right, around like, and over, I'm going to climb around and over him and go to the window and draw the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> and as Gurius pulls the curtains... That's where we will wrap season one of <laughs> Calculated Risk and Ever Adventure. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I, even though I was half expecting the dragon thing, I had no idea, really. <laughs> I expected the dragon thing from the first time he got any scales. Actually, no, before that, from the time he talked with the dragon. With iconic act? And I thought Dragonborn, yeah. maybe, right. but, no. but no. I didn't. Yeah, honest to God, Dragon? Nope. Can well, I didn't go see that one. Meta game here? What's it? Can I go a bit meta game here? Yeah, sure. Actually, when I created Cressemar, I just said that this character has amnesia. So I don't. I didn't know this. You know? <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah, no, it was, nice. it was something that we that the story sort of naturally led to, I guess. Uh, That's brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. He, he basically made an amnesiac and was like, have fun with my backstory. So I... Oh, I, my God. That is a gift. That is a rare and precious <laughs> gift. And, and it will, it's the gift that we'll keep on giving all through season two, I promise. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, on the plus side, we're still all alive at the end of season one. You are more than <laughs> you are still that's, alive, so that's good. That's not, Everybody, yeah. make sure you make notes that you need to um, look for Shaughnessy, and that you need to. That yeah. you, that you may yeah. you might still want to go meet with the goblins. You might not. It's up to you. Um, so right. just make those notes um, and make sure to make a note that Shaughnessy was in um, Delara's watch. You got it. Okay, cool. In that. So, uh, audience, thank you for joining us. Um, if you're watching this in the uh, live on Twitch, just please be sure to subscribe. Uh, throw bits if you're having fun. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, you're, you get one free subscription per month. I would love to be your free sub. Um, if you're watching 
on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. And if you're listening on drive-thru, go back, leave a review, let people know how the show is. We're going to be down for the next three weeks, no new episodes, and we will return on, uh, I've got it marked in my calendar, um, uh, it'll be the same time, we're not changing times or anything, but it will be, oops, open my calendar right in front of everybody's faces. Um, so we're off on the 30th, we're off on the 6th, and then we're off on the 13th. So I think that makes it the 22nd. My calendar, of course, is hanging now. Um, so we'll be back that Friday. Uh, in the meantime, I will be rerunning all of season. So it's the 20th. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, yeah, the 20th. Yep. I just checked it. Um, so I'll be rerunning all of season one on Twitch so that you guys can catch up if you've missed stuff. Uh, so when we um, so before we wrap things up, that, that's true, which is not which the normal. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> Again. Again, cliffhanger moment. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so in terms of promoting stuff, Jesus Christ. So the authority of Readathon actually kicks off tomorrow. We're Excellent. going to have um, Instagram challenges and reading challenges. That everyone's taking part in it. Well, everyone from my small authority of community. <laughs> but it's supposed to be tons of fun. Tonight at 7 p.m. Central, we're streaming on Sarah's channel, Sarah being Travis's wife. Oh. And then on Sunday, I'll have my third Descent into Madness live stream with Claire Kelter, where we talk about writing and publishing 20 books in a year. That should nice. be fun. It usually includes a lot of giggling and, you know, strained laughter and us wondering what the hell is wrong with us <laughs> so if you like this show you'll love that uh, we're, oh, yeah. we're at the same alley <laughs> pretty much yeah so yeah that's it other than that everything will happen in the break right on um social media for stuff dropping during the break um mike you got anything uh coming up in the next couple of weeks maybe after the break okay Rock and roll. Bob, anything you want to announce? I have nothing new that I've got coming. I've got out right now. Haven't last 10 days, two weeks. I do have, a, it's, I'm always, always loving to have people come to r-p-davis.com or go to the DMs Guild and search for RP Davis. That'll bring up everything that I've been involved with. And uh, you can have a look at stuff. But I do have some, some stuff that's coming, but it's not going to be in the short term, at least that I'm allowed to talk about. Uh, but there are a couple of things going to be coming out at the end of the month that I'm involved with and then earlier on in April. So that's, that's exciting. I just you know can't say anything definite about anything that's coming out yet. Well, but, yeah, it's, yeah, this is about it, really. Well, there's one thing we. Uh, I'm pretty Are we sure to talk about that. I, I'm pretty well. I'm going to take the risk. MT can yell at me if you didn't like it. Um, <laughs> as far as I know, my understanding is that uh, if you've been uh, following MT Black's uh, newsletter, you're aware, uh, or if you've been supporting me on Patreon, 
uh, you've been aware of the upcoming release of a collection of magic items that's supposed to be out tonight, I think, is the plan. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's why I didn't, I didn't want to, so, you know. Um, you, you heard it here first, kids. It's supposed to be out tonight. It's uh, Xanathar's Extraordinary Vault. It's going to be a huge collection of magic items. Bob and I have been working on it for a long time. And uh, if I wasn't supposed to say anything about that, my bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be on DMs Guild tonight. Pick it up. Uh, please, please, please pick it up. And please let us know there what you think. A, there's a ton of really awesome magic items in there. A ton of them. A, a ton. Yeah. Uh, many that you've seen on this show are, are in that book. Um, and many you haven't. Um, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of three or 400 items in total. Um, yep. there, and, there are two artifacts that I, that I converted from um, first edition to fifth edition because I didn't really want to worry about the intervening editions. I just took what powers and uh, and, and legend lore about them from first 1E slash 2E and converted them up to uh, 5E, which was a lot of fun to do, reading up on the lore on those things. And yeah, we're talking artifacts, artifact, artifacts, not yeah. just legendary magic items, but stuff that you turned all the way to the back of the magic items section of the first edition Dungeon Master's Guide and went, holy crap, I can't give my players that. Right. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a significant amount of those. There's, uh, there's a, a number of um, uh, a number of items all the way across the, the board. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I did some wands that were very much in the vein of Chris Perkins's common magic items from Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Um, yeah. So they're just silly. Um, the Wand of Incontinence is one of my favorite things that I, I made personally for that. Uh, <laughs> for, for that. Um, the what now? Wand of Incontinence. Um, it's a good way to, yes, yeah, it's a good way to distract a spellcaster. Uh, <laughs> You will lose concentration on a spell if you suddenly pee yourself. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> but or, uh, or, or, or that is trying to make an intercom work so Warforge can rescue you. But, right, exactly. Um, um, so yeah. uh, what I'm going to do... It was do, a great deal of fun to work with M.T. Black. Oh, it was huge fun. Huge fun. His work is all through this, too. Yeah, so yeah. It, I mean, he's, a, he's the guy that put it together. He's the guy that did a, a lion's share of the organizational stuff and a lot of the yeah. writing. Um, you know, Bob and I yeah. also did a not small amount of the writing and editing, but um, yeah, it was the yeah, three yeah. of us, the three of us in a group effort. And um, I'm going to do something a little silly because I want to, uh, I want you guys to read this thing. So um, there is a very blatant Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> Get a hold of me on Twitter, Facebook, here, wherever. First person, first come, first serve. The first person that gets it right gets some free DMs Guild swag from me. And that's my incentive to you. Go buy Xanathar's Extraordinary Vault and tell your friends to buy it. Um, yeah, it should be out should be out tonight, East Coast, like, what, 7, something like that, some, East Coast? Something like that, yeah. By the t- if, you're, time. if you're listening to this in the archive, I'm waiting to put out this MP3 until it's out. So, okay. if you're, so if you're listening to it, because I'm going to include it in the email blast too. Um, yeah. And I'll also include... It's what, it's what, 5 GMT right now? 1700 like GMT, that. something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. On the yep. 23rd. And he's like plus... He's Australia. He's so in Australia, he's like... so it's fucking tomorrow morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> International dateline and shit. Where, mystical where bullshit. Uh, per, no, Sydney, right? I think he's Sydney. 
Well, one of one of our friends is in Perth and the other one's in Sydney, and that's a humongous fucking difference. Yeah, uh, I think Patrick's in in uh, or not Patrick. Uh, Phil is in Sydney. Okay. No, Phil, Phil's in Perth. It's, Sorry, Phil's in Perth. So in Sydney. It's one yeah. a.m. Oh yeah, so he won't even he won't even know about us talking about it. So oh, it'll, it'll already be done. Um, so. <laughs> But yeah, and we're clear. Yeah, <laughs> please, uh, please pick that up and let me know the page number, and I'll give you some free stuff of mine at the DMs Guild. Uh, we've gone a little over, and I know Bob's probably got to run. I should probably run too. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you in a couple of yeah, weeks for season two. That's thank you guys it. for playing. Thanks, Druid. Thank you too. Yeah. Wave the Druid. Wave to the Druid. Thanks for all your help this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys real soon. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah.